I'm gonna say peace, you try. I'm so used to saying that. Peace, y'all. Smooth peace, shalom, all of that. Welcome to Transparency, the podcast. Some of y'all have been saying y'all miss seeing us together. This is a, a delay in my ear. Mm. Um, y'all miss seeing us together, so we're trying something new out. We together. The way it's supposed to be. All right, well, so we, we 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 getting the set together and everything. I mean, just so y'all know, we getting it together. You know what I'm saying? This, it's all this good. This, this transparency, the podcast, we being transparent. Okay, yeah. so we are going over sober things today, which one of my favorite songs. I don't know. Can I show this on the board? Give me a minute, y'all. I just want to see something real quick. Okay, good. So we're going over sober things today. And we have a special guest here to talk about sober things with y'all. I am yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm gonna allow my husband to give you some kind of background story or something about the album or music. Because I have to use the bathroom. <laughs> I will be right back. All right, so <clears throat> first and foremost, all praise be unto the Most High, Yahuwah. Um, all glory be unto him. We, we, we thank him. We give him honor for his word made flesh, which is Yahusha Hamashiach. And um, none of us would be able to do what we do without his ruach, without his spirit that reveals and teaches us, gives us revelation, understanding, um, wisdom, the spirit of wisdom that dwells with his people, that we, we blessed by that. So we want to give honor with honors too. Um, so yeah, this album, um, this album was a long time in the making because for a long time, I wanted to make an album with my wife because I knew she always had the gift, right? She She's a writer and she was a poet. When I first met her, she was a poet. She had done a little rapping before before that, but she wasn't necessarily a rapper, rapper, right? So this album was a long time in the making. The, from the first time I met her, I had been trying to get her in the studio. Probably like, we got in the studio, I think it was the second week we know each other. It was like the second or third week um, that, that we knew each other. It was? Yeah, I had you in the studio. Mm. So it's been a long time coming. And one of the things I, uh, I was blessed by making this album was to be challenged by my wife. Like, that blessed me, man. That I challenged you? Yeah, you challenged me. How did I challenge you? With the writing. You challenged me. Oh, gosh. No, How was that a challenge? You're you, I'm me. It's no, it's not no, the same. Not a challenge like a versus type thing, but a challenge like inspired me mm. and made me, you know, make sure I came correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm honest, 
I do some features sometimes and I definitely try to give my all every time I'm praying my way through every verse that I'm writing. I'm trying to make sure it's right. But some features, I just, I don't feel like I have to do too much. Just being honest, you know what I'm saying? And uh, some features I do feel like I gotta, I gotta really go in, you know what I'm saying? And so with this album, I felt inspired. I felt challenged. Like my wife ain't no, she ain't no uh, lightweight when it comes to this. I've never done an album with anybody before ever. And if I, if, if I'm going to do an album with somebody, it's going to be somebody that's up there in caliber. And I'm blessed to, to be able to say that about my wife, man. Like, y'all understand, like, I've been trying to get her in the booth to do something like this. Like, I'm always, throughout the years, on, on all of my projects, majority of my projects, like, yo, I need a verse. And she told y'all that before. Y'all heard this ain't nothing, nothing new to y'all. But um, so to really buckle down and sit down and write a whole album with my wife, man, it's, it's a blessing. And for people to, for people to be like, yo, this is this my favorite album. These, you know, this is my favorite song, you know, for the album that I put together with my wife, man. That's, that's a blessing to me. Because she'll tell you, I'm always like, man, I want people to see how dope you are in every aspect of whatever you do. I, I want to see, I, I want them to see how dope you are. You, you do? Like, I do. Transparent moment. Look, go ahead. So sometimes when it comes to music, I'm not sure how you feel about that. Just because, you know, people, a lot of people hate women. <laughs> like they just do. And yeah, do. you got a lot of slack from people for doing an album with me, especially at that time. We were in the heat of letting people know, you know, where we stood with our spiritual convictions and stuff like that. And so I was getting attacked grossly, and so were you. And it was like, uh, what's the saying? Um, not a gift and a curse. What it, when it's a good, but it's a bad. It was a, what's the thing they say? Bittersweet. It was bittersweet. Mm -hmm. It was bittersweet because I was, <laughs> that's our, our daughter in the background. It's, it was bittersweet because I was excited to finally, after so many years, do a project with you. But then the bitterness of it was, I feel like um, the weight of you feeling like you want to defend your wife and not being able to because you can't sit there arguing with everybody took a little bit away from enjoying that time. Mm -hmm. So if I'm honest with you, I didn't, I didn't think you were as happy about it when this album dropped as you would have if those verbal assaults hadn't happened at that same time? Well, like I told you before, when people tell me, when people criticize me, it makes me excited. Not always. For the most part, like, if, if people are I mean, as a human, it hurts sometimes. As a human, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. you always grow and get over it and stuff. But. As an artist, when people are... <laughs> when they're uh, maybe doubting, you know, we're not sure how this going to sound or, you know, they have their words about, you know, 
us and, and all of that, us coming together at that time to do a project, you know, I, I got a little, I got a little pettiness in me. So a little, I, I got a little pettiness in me. So if y'all didn't so know, somebody, this is, this is Petty King. Petty King right here. <laughs> and that's what I mean. That's why I felt like, don't get me wrong. And me saying this, I'm just, this is transparency to podcast. I'm just being transparent. Yeah. It was a beautiful time. I really enjoyed the release of the album. I just think the proximity of releasing the album and these uh, verbal assaults, I felt like you as a man who wants to protect his wife, that was a... Uh, it just it made it different it made it a different experience for you mm -hmm. um it was what it was the most high allowed it so i believe it was supposed to be that way but i think for you as a man i think you wrestled with that as opposed to just being able to enjoy the moment of me and you doing an album nah no nah i, I was excited like, <laughs> I, I really i couldn't wait for people to be able to hear you on these records because i know what you can do you know, mm -hmm. so for people to be able to hear you and I together on records and you getting busy. So you must have forgot some of our transparent conversations we had then. But OK, yeah. I'm going to let What's you that? I'm going to let you just say that. What's that you were saying how it was, you know, how you are. I mean, any man would be about his wife. Um, I just did healing pain with Proverbs and it was talking about you're not going to bribe or talk a man out of not hurting the other man that committed adultery with his wife. That like there ain't no talking. It's right. a, a man loving his wife. There's a certain protection and a guard over her. Right. And so when you do a project, any artist that does a product, they're putting themselves out there. Like you're just putting yourself out there for people to say whatever. Right. But when you do a project with your wife, there's a certain thing that, you know, we even talked about it where you was just like, some people was looking at it like, being dismissive of my wife like yo my wife could rap like what how you dismissing yeah. her you had people saying Ishan's new album and it's our album it's not your yeah. album i'm not featuring the project it was just like different dynamics that you did bring to my attention and that i saw when we released the project where this woman who's she why she on it now a lot so, of people were happy and they were excited but i'm just saying as a husband there is this thing where you're like and wanting to guard and protect your wife. Right. You know, you had your moments. I'm not saying it consumed you and it just destroyed you, but I'm yeah. just saying transparently it was there sometimes. No, it was there. I mean, what I think we're, we're we're talking about two different times though. I think we're talk you're talking about more so after the album dropped. Yeah. I'm talking about before it dropped. Oh. So that's where the disconnect is. Cause I'm in anticipation of the album drop and I'm like, yo, I'm excited for people to hear what you bring to the table. So did that burst your bubble when it dropped? And many people were like, yo, who that? People are still like, who is she? Some people are like, I didn't know y'all, that's your wife. Like, this is crazy. I'm like, I've been on like every project. Um, so it was way more people who were like, yo, she, dang, she could rap. Yeah. But there were some people, obviously anything you release, everybody's not gonna love it. Right. Um, but there were some people who were trolling, I guess, and that would, Kind of bust your, the bubble that you had before release. Not really, but because, not bust the bubble. But I mean, you know what I'm saying. Nah, but I'm I'm used to I'm used to people saying things that are. So you gonna sit here and say they ain't bother you at no, all? No, it like bothered nothing. me. It bothered me. Oh, but, okay. But, I but, but, but did it burst my bubble? No. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Because 
there were a lot of people that really enjoyed what you brought on that album. Oh yeah, definitely. There were a lot of people was like, yo, I'm sorry, Ishan, but <laughs> sorry I got you on this yeah. record. Yeah, and a lot so of people said that. Yeah. I'm like, I appreciate that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't for me it, it, it this ain't this ain't no competition at all. Like I know my wife nice and I wanna make sure she shine anytime, you know, we do a song together, anytime uh you know we do an album together we might do another album together you know what i mean like i want my wife to shine it ain't no competition like i want y'all to see her in all her glory because she's gifted a gifted writer i mean she knows the most high deeply then um, why i'm not invited on your new very, project y'all he doing a new project and it sound dope and i'll be hearing the tracks and i'm like i need to get on that he'd be like nah you're not on this one <laughs> I mean, we just, did, we just did an album together, and I don't really have, I'm not having really, like, no features on it in terms of rap, rappers. Um, she she just playing with y'all. I mean, she's going to be on it. She's just not going to be on it in, in a rap capacity. But she's going to be, her voice is going to be on it. You're going to have, you're going to have a few people on it. But, um, yeah, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm always, I'm happy when people get a chance to hear what my wife can do. Because the next level, I'm trying to get her to sing for y'all because around the house, she go in. When she gets to that mic, you know, she's not as confident, but she's, she got a voice. She got a beautiful voice. Sing the song, sing the song you wrote for Kensington. No. I this wrote a is, song for my this son. Is her, this is her, I mean, she's all the way open. <laughs> no holding back like she's just all the way vulnerable. i sound like patty labelle and i feel like the generation that is current doesn't understand patty labelle and so they might not get it but i used to go into my patty labelle when my son was a baby and he would cry i would go into my patty labelle okay so give us, give us a little taste nah. of that though no no see the children the children are saying do it. Do it. So today we're going over sober things, and we're gonna go ahead and get it get it started, and then we have a special guest coming in. Oh, I'm sorry. What I wanted to say, what I was getting to, because I was gathering my thoughts, because you put me on the spot. So I'm gathering my thoughts and trying to how I can get to this. Let me say this real quick. What what I found out. When, when did we find out that Eric can sing? I think I always knew it. Like. She sung before she really talked. Yeah, she's a little girl singing the cartoon songs and just she like was. She singing was. these songs. She had this little like, raspy voice. This little—I mean, who can we compare her voice to? Nobody. It's it her. It's like this little raspy, little cute little was. voice. She's not she as raspy be, anymore, though. Yeah, her voice is not like that anymore. But she can, when she, she was sing. raspy, it would be so cute. I was like, man, that is such a cute voice. And. It took a while before I actually acknowledged, like, wait a minute, I have a daughter that can really, like, go. Like, she can blow. Like, her voice is smooth and flawless. Like, she, she'll sing songs, and it just sounds amazing. So to have her on the album with us together, it's, it's, that's, that's special, man, you know? Husband, wife, and a daughter on the same on a rap song. Hey man, has that been done before? Probably. I don't know if that's been done before. I think, I, I think we on a, a 
I think we the, the Guinness Book of World Records. Oh my gosh! For that. So yeah, our daughter is our special guest. Over in a day, she is featured on this song, and she has a beautiful voice. And yeah, y'all gonna y'all gonna meet her if you haven't already met her. Um, you're gonna meet her shortly. All right, so we're gonna get into the lyrics of uh, Sober Things. I printed the lyrics for my husband today. Thank you very and, much. And what did you tell me? You was like, no, nah, I got it. Yeah. And I said, no, I think I should print them because you always say that. So this time I actually printed them. So let us get into, uh, I must say spirit, Sober Things. All right, y'all. God is love. Everything is gonna be alright. God is love. Everything is gonna be alright. They gon' always like to talk a lot about you. And they tell you that they love them when they see you and can't love you. Just all right. I forgot I was first. I wasn't ready. Um <laughs> talk about the hook. Y'all is love, everything gonna be alright. Just an encouragement, you know. People say God is love all the time, <clears throat> but I don't think they really understand the weight of that statement because they use it loosely and they lose and they use it to cover up nonsense. A lot of the times, like man, God is love. You're supposed to love. You're supposed to, with no real uh, context to what love actually is, and so <coughs> that. That's a weighty statement. It's heavy. So I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's love. And just a reminder that everything is going to be all right. For his people, the people that love him, put their faith and all their stock into him. There are promises that come along with that. And he keeps his word. And so many, many times in scripture, you'll, you'll hear of angels coming to people on behalf of the Most High, and they always say, you know, fear not, fear not, fear not. Always encouraging the people of the Most High to not fear or be scared. Not even in just that moment, but period. You know, we should not be walking around in fear of this world because we know the one who is in us is greater than this world and in fact has overcome this world. So no matter what happens, at the end of the day, everything is gonna be all right. We pray and believe for his will to be done. And so, yeah. And I Just think um, some people think that that is toxic positivity. They're like, oh, telling people it's gonna be all right. That's toxic positivity. Cause mm. you're just making them dismiss what they're- I heard that. Yeah, it's a term. Wow. Um, you're, make, you're dismissing their pain. Uh, what toxic mm. positivity is, is say somebody comes to you and says that um, a leader in a religious system uh, took advantage of them in a sexual nature. Let's just say that. And then the person says, oh, well, you know, he probably didn't mean it. He, he still loves you. So just keep it quiet and just mm. be quiet. That's toxic positivity because mm. this is a toxic situation and you're telling her to be positive about it. Right. But some people think it's toxic positivity when you just say it'll be all right. And in some cases it can, like if somebody's really hurting and your only response, it's gonna be all right, just get over it, baby. Like that, 
Yeah, because it's like, wait, I'm dealing with some real pain here. Like, I need, that's why the scripture says mourn with those who, who mourn. Like, grieve with, like, be with them in that, in that um, state. Don't just cover it up. Like, it's going to be all right. Like, actually understand where they are. Like, get, get low with them in that thing. Um, we're not saying toxic positivity with y'all's love, everything going to be all right. This is more of a reminder than a dismissal of what we're actually going through. It's just a reminder that, like, no matter what we go through, y'all, remember the scripture that everything works for your good. When you feel like uh, the most high is getting outnumbered by the enemy, mm. they that are with you is more. That's when right. you feel like the most high has forsaken you, I will not forsake you. I will never leave you or forsake. Like, it's this is one of those kind of reminders. I am love. And because of that, everything is going to be all right with you, right. even when it looks like it's not. Right. So I just wanted to add that because people believe that 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 term of toxic, you know, positivity is is what that is, but it's it's not the same thing. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So I said they always like to talk a lot about you, and they tell you that they love them when they see you and can't love you. And I was just thinking about um, different situations in my life where, oh my gosh. Out of the love for the most high, I let people abuse me and called it love. Mm. Um, and yet they said they knew him, but were abusing me. Mm. And it's like, they like to talk a lot about you and say, you're not doing this. And your toxic people are like that. They like to talk about you. They have to shift attention off of what they're doing to you and onto you so that their abuse is silenced, right? right? And I've been in a lot of these situations and they tell you we, they love y'all, but they see you and can't love you. They just keep abusing you. And so I was saying, just be conscious that just because somebody says they know y'all, that, that doesn't mean they actually know him. There was a time in my life where it was enough for me that you said you knew him. Mm. That was it. That was enough for me. There was enough for me. If you went to church, you went to church, you must be there. It must be you get yourself abused like that. Because some people are not in these places and points in life for the reasons that you think they are. That's a fact. So that was that was about. That's a fact. And then let's pick it up. In their hearts, insecurity where it starts. Cause they not fall off of him and they really are so far. So they gonna hate where it should be love. Spirit recognition. So then, I love this verse. I love this verse. People are like, do you, you don't talk like that. Are you sure that was you? You want me to go into it real quick? You want me to go into it? When I do it, I just go into a different voice. No, I'm scared because you're staring at me. He makes me feel, he makes me feel like a little girl sometimes. Um, okay. Jealousy in their heart, insecurity where it starts. Cause they not fall off of him and they really are so far. So they go, hate, but it should be love. Lord. Oh, you're ready. Double Dutch. <laughs> Double Dutch. Um, jealousy in their heart. And I'm basically saying that when people abuse you, a lot of times, um, it could just be because they're just not well in their spirit or their mind and stuff like that. But sometimes they do it to you because they're actually jealous of you. Like you're looking at them like right. I should be jealous of you. <laughs> like what is going on? And they're actually jealous is 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 twisted. Yeah. And so I was talking about these times where people have abused me because it was jealousy in their heart. And the scripture talks about how jealousy and envy brings up all types of wicked 
divisive. I'm talking about nasty things in people. Like jealousy, you better get that out. Like when I feel, I felt jealousy before, and I'm like, oh, and the most high be like, girl, you better get that out. And I'll be like, oh, okay, let me fix that. You know, if I have to unfollow um, somebody so that I'm not coveting something, yeah. or if I'm it's like dangerous. fix it's it. Dangerous. Because all it says by uses the word vile, I believe. All kind of vile things come out of you because you're jealous of somebody. So in this verse, I was saying a lot of that the preceding words comes from jealousy in somebody's heart. Insecurity is where it started. They were insecure about something. They saw you had something. Now they get jealous because they're not full off of him. And the reason why I said, because they not full off of him is because when you're eating on the most high bread for you, you're full of that and not the, the insecurity and the jealousy and all that stuff like that. Um, Cause they not go off of him and they really are so far. And so that was like my revelation of knowing they're up on the altar. When I was in the church world up at the altar, passing out hands up, but they're so far from the most high. Wow. And that was my time in my life. This verse was like me just recollecting of how, Wow, I really thought that just because somebody said they knew y'all or they danced and they worshiped and they prayed or they cried or they did whatever, that they really knew him and they are miles away from him. But you want to ask something about Joseph? Um, yeah, no, nah, what I was thinking was when it comes to jealousy, I wanted to uh, just kind of piggyback <laughs> off what you said. Like, these are people that you would think, in some cases, these are these are people that you would think they would think you're you're jealous of them. Or, you know, I mean talking about people with like a lot of money or a lot of uh influence. Um you would think that, you know, they in their mind, they would think you were jealous of them, but in reality, you have quote unquote less than they have, but they're jealous of you. And that's strange to me. Um Whenever that happens, it's, it's it's happened a few times, but that's strange. Not not necessarily so strange because you realize that having these things, these finance, these the uh, making these financial leaps, having these financial wins, having all this money in your bank account, having all of this uh, notoriety or, or, or fame, still don't complete these people. Still don't make them happy. They still looking at you like they want what you have. And you have less than them, so that's 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 signs of somebody that's that's really miserable. Mm-hmm. And then and then you know that ties back to the commandments of the Most High because that involves coveting. Now you're coveting something somebody else has um, that you don't have, and it just it'll make something sour in your heart, and, and it'll fester. And next thing you know, these people are behaving. Or I mean, it, it, any anybody can fall victim to it. But, you know, you find yourself behaving in, in just ways that you never thought you would based off jealousy. Yeah. And that's why it says all kind of viral things comes out of that. Um, oh, okay, let's pick it back up. Not spirit. Straight for it should be blood. Caught up in your feelings. Ain't no time to be so smug. In times it's near and I'm just trying to show you love. Even though it's killing me. He said that. What, what do you mean, strife where it should be blood so i say could they not fall off of him and they really are so far 
So when that happens, these are some of the things they do. So they're going to hate where it should be love. Where it should be love and family and friendship is hatred. Mm. It's love that is not there because of the preceding things that we talked about. Spirit recognize spirit. Just like the, if you're full of the most high, you recognize somebody who's like that. It's like you almost like when the Messiah was in, you know, the belly. Well, some people think different about that story. So I'll use something else. Um, it said, you know, was it John leaped or whatever? But it's like you're in your spirit. You leap when you see somebody else and y'all like, oh, I see you. I see you by the spirit. Yeah. That's how them demonic spirits be, though, too. They see you coming, they like, oh, snap. Whoa, I don't like her. I don't like him. Ooh, like they, it's uncomfortable for them. But spirit recognize spirit anyway. So strife where it should be blood, I'm saying family. Because now I'm, ta I'm talking about, like, family in my life and how their love wasn't there. And now there's a strife there because you are like, I thought we was family. Why are you jealous of me? Like, how could you be jealous of me? Why do you hate me? Like, what did I do? Right. And I'm so thankful for scriptures that I have been left behind. Like, you know, how in your own hometown or like where you come from, you don't really have respect. Now, if you got a lot of money and you are uh, in the secular realm, you come home. Yeah, people might celebrate you and stuff like that. They still going to rob you, though, if you're in the wrong street, no matter how. You know, like, that's why people leave. You know what I mean? But it's just it's, yeah, they say majority of, of people, artists or celebrities, entertainers that get killed, they're back home. Yeah, they're in, they're in, they're in the old neighborhoods. But, but when I said strife or it should be blood, I meant like the blood of family. And I was showing how wow, just because you're blood doesn't mean you're my family. And that's what that line was showing me. Like mm -hmm. it should be blood here, which says we're family because right. by this blood we're related. Right. But there's strife here instead. And it was just like a recollection of me just looking back over my life and coming to this realization that Yah is love. Everything is going to be all right. What are some of those things that made me feel like it wasn't all right? What are some of the things that made me feel like Yah is not love? Because what we do as humans is we equate how somebody else thinks about us and treats us with how Yah thinks about us and treats us. So if people are loving us and everything is going well, we think Yah is loving us and everything is going well. If people are talking about us and they're envious of what we're thinking the most high is thinking about us that way and it's like we think that people are the temperature for the most high and it doesn't work like that you know like he's not the the temperature where he rises and falls according to what other people do he's the thermos that he sets it and it doesn't indicate that just because somebody's behaving a certain way that he thinks that way about us Absolutely. and so these were just this was this verse was a lot of me just kind of like not rambling but just rambling a lot of different experiences together like yo family is not actually blood you could be blood in a natural family so, kind of like all of yasharel is not yasharel that's why i don't <laughs> people be like hey family and they use that a lot and i'd be like i don't know you don't call me family i don't know you all yasharel hey yasharel like just like i'm saying in this verse just because you say you know yeah i don't know if you really know him yeah. before i call you my brother or my sister yeah. or my family i got to get to know you a little yeah. bit more so yeah. i don't use that term loosely because words have power and so i don't like to give my word and call somebody something that they're not actually in my life and some people think that's extra but when you really study the word and using it and it's life or it's death 
or the double tongue or how can gift and curses come out of the same the most high is really specific yeah. about word choice so even yeah. down to his name people are like his name don't make he's really specific about what comes out of your mouth so i won't use loose terms like that's my friend if we're not really friends that's my family if we're not really family i don't do that and so striper it should be blood caught up in your feelings like i don't know we got family you see it in scripture inside of families fighting happened cain and abel caught up in your feelings and he was so caught up in his feelings he killed his brother so you think if that happens in family that ain't gonna happen in like just regular life so it was just me thinking about how these biblical events actually are in my life, like in real life, these feelings, the envy, the jealousy, killing me with your tongue, talking about me behind my back, like people that are supposed to love me, supposed to be family, calling me names, talking about my marriage, telling these lies about, you know, it's just like, yo, you're killing me with your tongue. Like life and death is in the power of the tongue. You're literally trying to murder me with your mouth. Mm. Um, Mm. caught up in your feelings ain't no time to be so smug end times is nearing i'm just trying to show you love even though it's killing me and love the way they taught me love was when i was in religion was that love means abuse somebody abuses you you still you learn long suffering then. Mm. and that's what i thought i thought that was true until i actually talked to the person who is love and was like, no, there are certain sufferings that the Messiah endured. There are certain acts and events that uh, were for that time and for a specific purpose. That doesn't mean I want you abused in every relationship you're in and that's how you glorify me. I really thought that was true though. Like I really would let people abuse me and I thought that was love. And so when I say here, I'm just trying to show you love even though it's killing me me loving you is killing me because you're abusing me you're killing my soul you murder me with your mouth like that ain't love um hold on let's pick it back up it's not love because he already died i'd be out here loving hard nothing about me shy because i see the future clear and i don't want you to die so i tell the truth with hope that you will not remain blind and so that in essence was just saying and learning that abuse and love are not one and the same let me tell you that what real love is let me tell you love is holding boundaries with you love is me telling you you're hurting me stop it love is me having the right to tell you you're hurting me stop the right the right and so that was basically um i'm just trying to tell you the truth uh-oh so you will not remain blind um, because some people are blind when it comes to love and they think that love is things that it really isn't um i hope we're not paused that one is okay so i think we should be good on that i don't know why this one is paused if we're paused let us know in the comments though okay <laughs> just wow okay um can y'all hear us let us know in the chat because this bottom screen just went out even though we're on a different camera here, I just want to make sure that we good. Because this is the one that I'm playing the music from. And I don't know what just happened. I don't know why it's doing this. But did you want to add anything? We're still live oh, on this one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, this 
this song, this illustrates, you know, our verses illustrate um, what it looks like for somebody in a moment where they have to be reminded that Yah is love. And one of your, uh, is it catchphrase? Is that your catchphrase? My tagline? Tag love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. Um, <laughs> it's important to remember that during these times. On this song, we're dealing with issues that that would uh, make you think, you know, whether or not the most high is love. You know what I'm saying? Like, because some people, like, like, like my wife stated earlier, some people, some religious people, will place on you um, the responsibility to love someone who is abusing you, someone who is abusing you mentally, physically, whatever. They'll place that responsibility on, on you to quote unquote, love them. But what they mean is to endure whatever damage that they're causing you. Um, they mean to suffer through it and just hope that the person is gonna change, hope that the circumstances are gonna change and somehow work out in your favor eventually. And you can't love abusive, toxic people the same way as you love healthy people. You can't. That's what people don't want. Love is you not can't. like a one-size-fits-all thing. We love people in different ways according to the heart of the person. You love a repentant person a little bit different behaviorally than you love an unrepentant person. Yeah, and so, yeah. It's, see, it's, it's maturity and wisdom that comes with um, this thing. It's not just you cookie cutter taking the same approach that you would have toward a person who's just misinformed, a, a person that's uh, ill-equipped to really handle the circumstance. It's like, how can I say it? Can be. It's like somebody that's uh, that doesn't necessarily know what they're doing, and then you gotta let them know. Look, this is what you're doing, and this is how it's affecting me, my family, or whatever. As opposed to somebody who knows what they're doing, they knows the they they know the pain that they're causing, they know the division that they're causing, they know the issues that they're causing, they're still gonna do it anyway. So those two people, you gotta you gotta deal with. Even them scripture shows you to deal with them differently. It shows you if a person repents. It shows you in the context of the body. If you keep telling somebody and you bring another person with you and you don't brought the other person and they still aren't, they got to go. Like go. you're loving that person differently than a person who's repentant. They're right. behaviorally we respond to them out of love, the truth of love and the love of truth to make sure that they're not abusing uh, people that the Most High loves. Right. You don't want to enable people by what you think love is. You, yeah. you enable people and put them in a position so that they can re-injure you or hurt you or even somebody else again. Like, no, you take you take an opportunity to correct somebody or like the, like the scriptures say, rebuke somebody sharply so that they understand exactly what you're saying, that puts them in a position where they have to make a choice on whether they're gonna continue in that behavior or whether they're gonna X out that behavior, change their mind about it, because that's what repentance means. It means to actually change your mind. So when people say, you know, 
on a recent post that I put up, you know, some people was like, hey, what about the scripture? You know, you, you, I hear what you're saying about forgiveness and repentance and all that. But what about the scripture that says we're supposed to forgive uh, if, if my brother sins against me, what Peter asked Yahusha, if my brother sins against me, you know, 70 times do I forgive? He was like, no, 70 times seven. The thing, the thing with that is you don't, you forgive somebody once they repent. They change their mind. Now, because people are human and we make mistakes, they may fall back into that behavior on occasion because it just might be or an natural. entirely different behavior. Or, or an entirely different behavior. Like, but you don't, it, it's, it's not going to be, like, if they really change their mind, it's not. they're not going to do the same thing to you. And so they make up their mind that, you know what, I'm not going to treat this person like this anymore. I'm not going to do this thing because this harms them, this hurts them. They change their mind about it. That type of person, yeah, you can allow back in your life. And they might do something that bothers you again that's unrelated to that incident. Like in marriage, for example, there are things that we do to each other that we may not like. If he brings something up to me and then we change that way or bring something up to him, he changes his way. That doesn't mean he's not going to do anything ever again in life that I need to forgive right, him for. Right, right. So in that essence, there you you're needing to continually forgive in marriage. But when it's abuse, you can still forgive and separate yourself. You can still forgive and not reconcile with someone. Right. Yeah. Um, th- there are different, like I said, there are different ways to love different people, and there are also different ways to respond to abusive people. That does not always include include just letting them continue to abuse you. Indeed, indeed. And you don't, somebody stabs you, you don't say, oh, I forgive you. And then you put them in a position and they stab you again. And then they stab, you got to forgive them 70 times. They stab you 70 times. You're dead at this point. 70 times, because that's love. That's not. You forgive them once they make up their mind to not do this to you anymore. They repent for it. In in Proverbs it says, only a fool sees danger and continues on. How about that? How about Proverbs that? said a fool sees danger that? and they continue that? on. Now they just showed you that their behavior is dangerous. If you continue on doing life with them the same way you've always done, that's something a fool does. Love is actually wisdom. They have this term Indeed. a fool for love. You don't have to be a you fool don't have for real to be love. A fool. But when we behave that way, we are acting foolish. When you see someone's behavior is dangerous to your soul and your spirit, your well-being, your wellness, take caution. Don't keep going, dealing with them the same way you always do. Exactly. The scripture also says that you shouldn't cast your pearls before swine. So if you're trying to get something through to someone and they just refuse to see it, you need to cut that off. You need to stop at some point because they're not going to get it. In fact, the scripture goes on to say, don't do it because they'll turn. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing, but they'll, they'll attack you. They'll physically attack you because you're sitting here wasting your time trying to convince them of something that it just, they just won't get. So, so, I, so in wisdom, you got to know when to, when to walk away. And this goes for anybody. You should never just be sitting up under somebody that's abusing you. You you try to give offer them understanding because they may not understand what their words or what their behavior is actually doing to you. So you make them aware. 
And if they continue in that, because they don't care, like you don't need to continue to put yourself in harm's way. I don't care what nobody teach you, no, or what nobody tell you, you don't. When the scripture says, you 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 sharply rebuke, and then if they repent, then you forgive. That's how we live. You don't yeah. you don't continue to put yourself in harm's way. Yeah. So that was a that was a rant, was it? I mean, oh, it's transparency the podcast. Like that's what we do over here. You know. We're gonna get back to the music. All right, so let's get into it because my daughter's sitting over here. Like, can we be done so I can go outside and play? Um, she just won't get to her part so she can go outside and play. All right, and she's at the end, so let's go ahead and start this. I'm gonna pick this back up. Yeah. Yeah, you come on at the end. Yeah, at the end. You close it out. That is love. Everything is gonna be alright. That is love. Everything is yeah. gonna be alright. If you an enemy, just say that. If you just here to take my energy, then say that. If, t- if you an enemy, just say that, bro. I know what you meant, but talk about what you meant. What you mean? Just like, because most people would say, well, the enemy is not going to tell you they are your enemy. That's mm-hmm. why you got to have eyes and be cautious. No, don't wait for somebody to use their mouth to tell you. Look at their actions. But if you an enemy, just say that. If you just here to steal my energy, steal it or take it. Take my energy, then say that. Just what say you that. meant? What you meant by that? It's a request. <laughs> You, know, you gave your enemy a request. It's a request, man. Like, why, why we got to go through all of this? Why we got to keep going through all of this? Just tell me who you are. Now, your 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 behavior is revealing to me who you are. But I want you to know that I see you. I want you to know that I see you, and I want to give you an opportunity to just tell me the truth, so that so so that we both won't waste our time. So, but real real quick, do you think an enemy will tell you the truth? Yeah, no, nah, I don't, but I'm still going to make the request. Mm. Why? <laughs> Why do you think it's important to make a request of someone who lives in such a delusion that they can't even tell you the truth? It might happen, though, because these these children, I, t- I specifically tell these Hold children. Hold on, my children ain't enemies, and they don't live in a strong delusion. We're talking not, about people in a strong delusion. They're not enemies, but I'm giving you an example. These children... When I tell them, when we go to this supermarket, we go to the store, don't ask me for nothing. You're not getting nothing. Don't ask. And what do they do? I told them, no, they won't get anything. We get to the store and they still ask. In their mind, knowing, but dad said we're not getting nothing. But they'll still ask. And then sometimes I think I will still get them something. Sometimes I say, now I said, don't ask me for nothing. Put it in the car. Well, when moms, I think, I think that can work with people who have a certain type of heart. When I see enemy, and I know there are different types of enemies. Yeah. Like there are enemies who are an enemy because they are behaving, they are behaving differently than they should. Um, from what the most high says yeah but they're not an enemy that can't become a friend because right. i ain't too many people in my life that were enemies and became friends but there are some people who acted like an enemy 
You have a few conversations, behavior change, and then it's different. Now they turn back into an enemy, though. Now no, no, I'm look back. So I don't know. I think maybe once an enemy, always an enemy. I don't know. I'll think about that. But I think with certain types of hearts, you can do that. But I think when I think of an enemy, I think of I can't trust you. I think of you are a liar, you are deluded, and you're delusional. And so I don't expect you to tell me the truth and even in me making my request. If I make my request, it's so that it's on record that I made it. But it ain't about you. It's about the most high seeing. I done told them most high. You see, I, I made them aware because it's the same thing about the scripture. And if they repent, well, how are they going to repent if you didn't go to them and tell them what was wrong? Right. That doesn't mean they're going to change what they did wrong. But you told them you made them aware. And so it ain't I'm not telling you because I think you're going to do anything different than how you actually are for people that are enemies, mm -hmm. people that really love y'all, they, they do change. They're like, oh, man, I didn't mean it that way. They repent. They change their way. I'm talking about enemies, though. Enemies, you go and you talk to them. It, the conversation doesn't go like that. Mm -hmm. But I still made you aware because of my responsibility to make you aware if I'm in a certain type of relationship with you. There, there, and there are people who are listening. Sometimes you don't have to make people aware. There are some relationships where you just you move forward because they're so toxic. It's called no contact. You just go no contact. You can't keep having conversations because, like my husband brought up earlier, they will attack you with your confrontation, and you just that's enough. But some people won't attack you. They might get upset. Um, but it's your responsibility. Like the most high doesn't want you to be a coward. And he's like, I want you to confront them and tell them what they did. Not because I'm going to change their heart, but because I want you to confront them. Like with Pharaoh, he had to keep going to Pharaoh, Moses, over and over again. Why? Was Pharaoh going to change his mind? No. Was he going to change? No. But it was something the most high was using through that confrontation, which is what I talk about a lot on my channel, about confrontation can bring people to repentance. It puts something on record, you know, for the most high to be like, I'm sorry, where? Where was the repentance? Where where did you not know? Mm -hmm. But making requests with enemies, that's a new one. What requests have you made with enemies and that went well for you? Or you well, don't really well, have it's, it's, I try not to have enemies. I don't I don't really do enemies. So you if, got somebody, enemies, if, if somebody's an enemy, but an, an enemy to me is somebody you know. If 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 I don't know you. I can't necessarily say you're my enemy. I, I would have to look up the definition of an enemy <coughs> because an enemy sounds personal. Mm -hmm. Enemy don't sound like somebody that's at a distance that just sees you or you know has feels a way about you but don't know you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times people they say the majority of murders that happen are between people who know each other. Mm -hmm. So an enemy but is there somebody. There are some murders that you are, don't are, know. There are. You know, yeah. it's just the spirit of but the then enemy. Is that an enemy? Yeah. If somebody just randomly so. commits it's an enemy act, against your safety, what's enemy mean? Let's well, look up enemy. I can't part. do that because then stream yard start acting crazy. Okay. What about on your phone? No, I can't. I literally can't right now. Okay. Just leave it right because you hitting the table and the internet going off every time you hit the table. Like just yeah, internet, any small movement is like internet in Africa is uh, yeah. But it's you know, y'all can look but, it up. Y'all know what we're saying. Right. But so, like I said, enemy sounds sounds personal. Um, so with this person that I'm talking to in this in in this verse, it's like if you're an enemy, you just say that. And that says that I don't know you're an enemy. So maybe it's somebody I know. 
and we're casual and cordial toward each other. Um, and I'm like, if you an enemy, like tell me that because you're not you're not an enemy right now. As of right now, I don't look at you <coughs> like that. But if you are, just let me know. Let I thought know. she was being sarcastic in that line. It is. It is. Oh, it, it, okay. it is some sarcasm in there. Oh, it is. But it's to somebody who me and him or me and this person is not on those terms where I'm looking at them as an enemy. That's why I'm asking them to reveal yourself. And some people will do it. Some people will say, you know what, I'm sorry. I did really just, I just used you. Like I came Somebody to use really you. said that to people, you? People will do that. If they they feel, told if you they I feel, just used you? If they feel conviction. People will do that. If they, I'm I've asking done it. you personally, I've have somebody done it. done it to you? I don't, I can't recall, but I know I've done it. I've done it yeah, I think a repentant person does. Right, right. So, you know, you give it, you know, you're giving this, <laughs> giving this person a, an opportunity to repent and to feel conviction and to respond accordingly. Mm -hmm. And so that's what it is. Like, if you're an enemy, just say that. If you just here to take my energy, just say that. If telling truth come with a penalty and for it, you dog me out. Just I don't pay, know if we got that far. Let me see real quick. Just pay my kennel fee, because I'm going to stay there. I would not play it then. I'll just go through our okay. the rest of it. That's whack. So it's true, come with a penalty and for it you dug me out. Just pay my kennel fee, cause I'ma stay there. Make sure my actions match what you hear on the playback. Israel, the heritage for blacks, but you hate that. Scripture tell our history, but religion trying to take that. Repent, cause revelation say he coming for payback. They gon' always like to talk a lot about you And they tell you that they love them when they see you and can't love you Jealousy in their heart, insecurity where it starts Cause they not fall off of him and they believe also bars So they gon' hate where it should be love Spirit recognize spirit, strife where it should be blood Caught up in your feelings, ain't no time to be so smug In times it's near and I'm just trying to show you love even though it's killing me, he said that's not love, cause he already died. I be out here loving hard, nothing about me shy. Cause I see the future clear and I don't want you to die. So I tell the truth with hopes that you will not remain blind. God is love. Everything is gonna be alright. God is love. Everything is yeah. gonna be alright. If you an enemy, just say that. If you just here to take my energy, then say that. If telling truth come with a penalty and for it you dug me out, just pay my kennel fee because I'm going to stay there. Make sure my actions match what you hear on the playback. Israel, the heritage for blacks, but you hate that. Scripture tell our history, but religion trying to take that. Repent, because Revelation say he coming for payback. God is love. Everything is going to be all right. 
to fix it because this is not letting me so i might need to leave this up when it's time to end the stream yes. all right, all right. Finish so you open the doors and don't let her finish out the rest of the verse if telling truth come with a penalty and for it you dog me out then pay my kennel fee because i'm gonna stay that and so what i'm saying in that like if, if the penalty for telling the truth causes you to dog me out. You know, that's old school slang. <laughs> but, you know, that means it just talk about somebody behind their back, um, make fun of them, belittle them, try to make them feel bad and small, like dogging somebody out. And so if you're going to dog me out because I'm telling the truth, then I'm gonna be dogged out and I'm gonna stay that dog. So pay my kennel fee. I'm gonna be that. Like I'm gonna always, I'm gonna always stay on the side of truth in every aspect. Even if the truth is, you know, me having to be truthful about myself. This light got me looking real shiny. Glowing. Yeah, mom, your face is like, that's how I see you every day though. You don't see me like this every I day. See you like this every you don't see me day. like a glow every day. You're Some days you be looking at me you. like, "Ooh, you know what?" Every time I look at you, you glowing. No. So this is good to people an opportunity to see what I see. But um, yeah. So I'm gonna stay that because I'm, I'm I'm always standing on the side of truth, even if it's me having to be truthful about myself, because the truth is what matters. <laughs> Being truthful about yourself will cause you to get better. Lying just to save face will keep you in the dark Watch and will keep judge. you he about to knock the camera Make him in a bad out. place. Come here. So even tell the truth about yourself to get better. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And so, so cause I'm going to stay there. I said, make sure my actions match what you hear on the playback. Make sure my actions match what you hear on the playback, meaning I have to live like the things that I talk about in my music. I have to live like that. It can't just be a song for me. Okay, now the fly to interview. How? But um, I got to live how I am in my music. And that's what comes with being, in my opinion, an artist that represents the most high. And I said it before, I'll say it again. Artists who are of the world that talk about any and everything um they boast and brag about themselves and they talk about lust and, and and fame and acclaim and money and all of that stuff they could they could say pretty much whatever they want and they're not held accountable for it they could say a lot of things that people don't look for to be true in their lives but for people who represent the most high it's like we if somebody find out you ain't living what you, you talking it's a problem so that's a blessing for us you gotta be the way you claim. Everything you say in these songs, it need to be in your life, or you ain't being real. 
And so make sure my actions match what you hear on the playback. Israel, the heritage for blacks, but you hate that. That's just a fact, man. A lot of people don't want us to have no, no history. A lot of people in the world is happy with black people just not knowing who they are and being just ignorant to their history. A lot of people is fine with that. It's perfectly fine. Everybody else can have a history, can have a culture, can have a nationality and all of that. But when it comes to, to so-called black people, people hate to find out that we're actually the people of the book. That's bad news for a lot of people, especially people that have been on the side of abuse toward us, verbally or physically. That's not good news to know that you've been doing all of this stuff to, to, to the most highest people all these years. Like, nah, people, people would much rather us be nobodies that just suffered at the hand of this entire world and there's never gonna be any recompense or anything. People people like that narrative better than y'all have to answer for these things. But let's move on. Israel, the heritage for blacks, but you hate that. Scripture tell our history, but religion try to take that. So, the, so our history as people of the Most High is written all throughout the scriptures. The book is about us, but that's something that um, that's been steered away from in church and in religion. Religion has this this whole thing where we just take take it away from the original people, take Yah's promises that He gave to His people, and just put it on everyone. Anybody that will raise their hand and say that they believe in Jesus, you now have the promises of the Most High. That's not true. So religion tried to take that from us. And then I say, uh, repent, because Revelation say that he coming for payback. Yeah. <coughs> Revelation say he coming, he, he, he coming for payback. It's it's in a number of other scriptures as well. It's in Isaiah, it's in it's in Jeremiah. It's I mean it's 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 in a number of other scriptures as well that say he as well that says he coming for payback. <coughs> for what the world has done to his people. And so if his people was no longer a people, if it was no longer important, um, then the end, of, the end of the book or the end of times would not talk about the Most High coming to serve recompense. So it's important for us to know who we are. It's important for us to be aware. And yeah, just know that everything is gonna be all right for the children are the most high the people who truly love him. Be encouraged. Like, be encouraged. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Be encouraged. How's everything going? Still, we still having technical difficulties? It's hard to, the internet down here, it's just, you know, African internet ain't always in certain areas popping like that. Like, upstairs, I get really good internet. That's why I don't have issues when I do stuff in my life, in my lives. But down here, I don't really use my computer down here that much. So, but this camera is okay. It's it's okay. Oh yeah, we on four G. Oh, yeah. But I, it's like I don't even have four G on this. Like yours gets it, but I see I don't have it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so Everest verse ever in a day was featured on here, and um, 
Know that it'll be okay in time. I'm telling you to trust again this time. You don't feel me, but I'm by your side. Trust in what I have to say. So I actually wrote those lyrics for my daughter. And I'll share what I meant by them, but I want her to talk a little bit about in singing them what uh, revelations or feelings or connections she had with the Most High. Um, know that it'll be okay in time. And I was basically saying that sometimes we want things to be okay right now like in situations and that is the whole purpose of temperance is being able to in the face of something not being okay right at this moment have not a blind not a not a toxic faith or a uh false hope because sometimes we put false hope into things and then we call it divine hope and it's not like that's your own flesh hoping for something and nobody told you to hope for it mm. um but in time when it's a a faith or a belief or a hope that's steeped in the most highest truth in faith, like a divine one in time, it will actually be okay. Even though it doesn't feel like that right now in the situation or circumstance that you're in. So know that it'll be okay in time. Like I don't want to lie to you and tell you it's going to be all right tomorrow. It might take some time, you know, healing takes time. Um, Healing is all is usually a grief of something that died. Like it's not always like it can be a relationship that died and the person is still alive, but you're grieving through the process of not being able to be in the relationship with them the way you want to. Right. That's like a death. Like that's like an actual physical death because you can't have that. And your body's all often processing in that way. That's why it takes time. But that's in right. time it will be okay if if you move in a certain direction now some people get hurt and grief and they go away from y'all and and then it don't be okay but when you run to him and you run towards him in time that thing will become okay i'm telling you to trust again this time and i put that line because the most high, no matter what the last thing was that happened, he still wants you to trust him again. Even, no matter what that looked like, no matter, how, even though your brain can't make sense of the way that I allowed it, yeah. trust me again this time. Yeah. And I wrote this when I was going through my miscarriage, my second miscarriage. And these were the words I believe the most high was giving me through that time. Like, know that it'll be okay in time. Know you hurt, I know you don't get it. I, in time you will be all right i'm telling you to trust again this time don't don't lose your trust in me i know that what this looks like makes it feel like you can't trust me but i want you to just trust me again just trust me again you don't feel me but i'm by your side sometimes we don't feel the most highest presence because we want like some physical like tangible thing and he's right there but we just can't feel it like physically and even sometimes we can't feel it spiritually it's like where are you like where are you at and he's right there. You just don't know it. Um, trust in what I have to say. You have to know what he said to you for you to trust in it. And sometimes we don't even know what he says about a specific thing because we haven't asked him. Like, where do, you, where do I stand with you on this? What are you doing in this situation? Um, even if he doesn't tell you why he's done something, he will usually still give you a word like for that situation. Even if he don't explain himself, he'll give you some kind of a word like rest. Yeah. peace still you know yeah. and trust in what i'm telling you um but when you sung the hook what were your some of your thoughts and feelings it was kind of um comforting 
Um, yeah. It was, good. It was comforting. Mm-hmm. What What you think about the words? So, I, so they made you feel comforted. What you think about? Um, I kind of um. Could you relate? Yeah, I related it to my life. And Speak up, cause the mic is all the way over there. I related it to my life, and it was comforting. Did you when you had to do the uh? Cause you were singing something else at first, right? Wasn't it something else? And then we changed it or something? Yeah. This yeah. Is <coughs> oh, yeah. you wrote it first. Well, I think it was just everything is going to be okay or something like that. It was. It was simple. Oh, it was something and that she was repeating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. And then and you and you gave it some. You you added some more words and gave it some texture. Yeah. Yeah, but it was just it was just, it was just something that was being. It was a repetitive phrase. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you feel receiving uh, artistic tips from your parents? I felt good. You feel like, you know, <laughs> Eshawn Burgundy is our award, so you, you don't see us that way, right? Like, yeah, you're, you're not really that. I mean, sitting on this podcast, it kind of feels like you guys. Mm. I'm just like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> but outside of this, every day, mom and dad, you like, that's just mom and dad. Like, yeah. yeah. So you don't really, when you do uh, music with us, you like, it's just, you just ready to go outside when you're done, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, oh my gosh, I'm sitting with Ishan and Zara Woods. He's like, yeah, can we get done so I can go outside? Like right now, right? Yeah, you ready to go outside. Sometimes when you guys are doing, like when you're recording stuff, I'm like, oh, just, just walk around like. <laughs> you don't even know you're hearing the masterpiece before the masses. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to add anything before you go outside? Because I know you've been trying to go outside. Yeah. You want to talk about singing? What you like about singing? I like how it makes me feel. It makes me feel kind of just like when I sing really loud, like sometimes when you guys go to the store, I just like scream and sing. It makes me feel like I get weight off, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. like weight off of the What's the difference between singing for y'all or to y'all and just singing and it's not about him? The difference between Did you feel like it's a difference or no? You think it's the same? It's kind of the same. It's kind of the same. Well, when I sing to y'all, it kind of makes me like hear y'all a little bit more. And it kind of gives me a desire for him more. Like when I sing about it, about him. Yeah. And when you don't sing about him, I don't think you really don't sing about him. But say you were singing, weren't singing about him. What do you think would be the difference? Do you think it would feel like a weight off of you still because you just love to sing? Like, do you? What do you feel like the Most High has to do with art and singing? Like, why does He make it different? <coughs> your opinion, in your opinion. In my opinion. Um, Speak up, cause the mic is on there. Because it's kind of like a melody. It's not just words. It's not just words. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this. What's the difference between you singing a random song around the house and you singing a song that we're doing like when we're on Shabbat? And we're singing like, like what's the difference? When you're singing a song to Yah, about Yah, and like Or for him, or thinking about him, you know? 
She doesn't really sing outside of y'all, so she it's harder her for her to answer this question because we've been trying to raise them. They don't really listen to secular music like that. There are a few artists like um, Jamaican artists, a few Jamaican artists, little stuff yeah, like that that yeah. sometimes my husband will play. But it's 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 um, kid friendly or child friendly. You know what I mean? Most of the stuff they listen to is kind of about y'all, even the music that they make up. So she's struggling with this, which is pretty good because, uh, you know, I was singing Lil' Kim and Biggie when I was her age. Um, <laughs> she said, what's that? <laughs> and so it's just a different, it, when you bring give your life to the most high and then you start singing for him, we're embarrassed to sing to him and to to cry to him. But then when I was just singing Lil' Kim lyrics, then Biggie and whoever else, I wasn't yeah, afraid of that. Like, world. we confident, we had, we sing, you know? And then it's this different. She's like, who you is that? Because that's worldly music, <coughs> and you probably didn't feel nervous because everyone else was doing it. Yeah, it's just a different, um, it's like when the most high demands a different kind of respect. And so that can be a little intimidating. Mm -hmm. um, but then when you get to know him, it's so free, it's so freeing. Um, so I just wanted you to talk about that a little bit, but I'm glad you don't really know how to answer that question because that that's a good <laughs> side of parenting. Um, anything else? You don't care. You ready to go outside? Your friend, your little, your little uh, buddy outside or something? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I just want to go swimming. <laughs> oh, you're trying to go swimming? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Right. No, anything, I can say that. Anything else you want to say? Mm, do you have any more questions? <laughs> no. <laughs> when your album dropping? <laughs> I still want to be on here though. What? <laughs> now she's been trying to run outside this whole time. I talk about I want to be on here. Okay, so you can sit here if you want. We're about to wrap it up. Um, oh, so we're done with me? Yeah. So no more, no more questions. No. Um, you want to say bye? Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> That's too loud. Ain't about me no more. Let me go ahead and roll out. <laughs> All right. Um. So that was the breakdown of uh, sober things. Anything else you want to add, sir? Not really. Okay. Thank y'all for joining us. I'm gonna have to use my phone to do this. Will this help me? Oh, we gotta we gotta go through the comments. Huh? That's what I was trying to do, but I don't know if I can if it'll do it on here or not. Is it showing? Yeah. Okay. Just let me do it on here. All right. Peace, Rainy Powell. Peace, Trayvon Bryant. Salute, salute. He also says, I needed to hear this today. Um, Praise yeah. And then people are just kind of talking about some of the things that we said um, in the live. Um, I'm trying to just go through. Uh, Deidre Ashton says, you are absolutely precious ever here, Steve. Mm -hmm. And her voice is beautiful and soothing. <laughs> and then they said bye over. <sighs> okay, so it's just I'm trying not to do too much. You start aggravating and just start acting up. But we gotta figure out something else. Cause I like doing our podcast for transparency in the living room right now where we are. Um, because it's just more I just like the vibe of it, but Internet on my devices is having an issue. I don't know. Maybe we can use a different device and see. Yeah. But that sober thing, 
thank y'all for joining us sober things uh we'll be here every first and third i'm sorry let me look at y'all we'll be here every first and third monday and if you want to add anything you can yeah i just want to say thank y'all for joining us and um it was a pleasure stay tuned for more show up next time and we're almost done with this album yeah i think we got two more two more i didn't add the last one because i want to make sure that we have availability with the guests and i wanted to make sure we got closer but two it's only showing one more but it's actually two more okay so yeah i'll praise be unto the most high thank y'all again for joining us see y'all next time peace peace Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Transparency the Podcast on Instagram. At Transparency the Podcast. We'll talk to y'all next time. If there is a next time. Oh my gosh.